Hi there. I'm Michael Marvash, and this is The Dead Man's Forest, a weekly conversation about life and what it feels like to be alive. As you will probably hear throughout this episode, the snow is a little softer today. We had some fresh snowfall last night, and it hasn't had a chance to melt and refreeze into top coat of crunchy, noisy ice yet. But there is still a lot of snow up here. I am right now about to step over the top of a gate <laughs> that is just peeking out of the top of the snow. There it was. And now we'll continue on down the trail. I know that my, the sounds of my walking in last week's episode were a little too loud in comparison to my voice. I don't know if there's any way I could have realized that before getting back down the hill and putting the audio on my computer for editing, but I will try to walk and talk at different times today and and the snow does seem quieter, as I said. So we'll see. Last week I talked about death. About how it makes me sad that we, beings, I suppose have to say goodbye at some point to all of these wonderful experiences that we get the privilege of having. And that affects me more strongly sometimes than others. But it seems like a natural continuation of the conversation today is thoughts on what we can do about it. Death is not a problem that has a solution. It's is something that is going to happen, is happening all around us. And so what options do we have for dealing with it or preparing for it appropriately? I don't think I'll have any authoritative answers today, but I do hope to start a dialogue about it and maybe it will spark some ideas in you. I guess the first thing that needs to be said is that none of us can or will know the time or place of our death. I was talking with my partner about these ideas and her response to my thoughts about lying there, feeling death overtake you. She's like, that might not happen. You expect to get a terminal illness and and die in, in a hospital bed. And I suppose that's true. Something could come and take me at a moment's notice, and I never even see it coming, or I could die in my sleep. But it seems like, culturally, 
The sort of death that we all hope for is one where we're healthy for our whole lives, physically and mentally, and then, you know, something just fails, something breaks down, and, and we go. I don't know. I suppose it's, it's a vague notion of, of seeing it coming, of having some terminal illness, but at the same time, we're all on that path all the time. We're all dying. We can all see it coming. Just not the specifics of it yet for some of us. I guess regardless of whether or not I will be awake and alert to meet death, I want to be ready in case that's what happens. Because... I don't know. I guess if it's going to be an experience that I'm going to have, I'd rather it not be an experience I miss. So it seems like the question I'm wrestling with is how do I make the best of it? So the first idea that I have for dealing with mortality and death is is about what it will feel like. I seem to have this notion in my head that we <laughs> we almost continue to survive in part by force of will. You've definitely heard stories of people who seem to have lost the will to live and then they just kind of wither away. It's like our will and our intent to continue to exist is what instructs our body to continue to function. And maybe that's not true forever. As we age, maybe that, that becomes less and less true as parts of our body start to fail. But <laughs> I have this story I tell myself, I suppose, though it's not really a story, it's just an idea, that that lying there on my deathbed, I'll just be having this argument with myself almost about whether to take that, that next step to go on living or to just sit down and let what happens happen. And I, I almost imagine that each step that I choose to take at each moment that I choose to continue to exert the will to keep on living, that it's as if a heavier and heavier weight is attached to my ankles and each step becomes more difficult each choice I have to make in each passing moment becomes more difficult as I get tireder and tireder and eventually I have to give up due to exhaustion. I reach the limits of what I'm able to do. It's, it's like drowning, I suppose, where you continue to swim and continue and continue until you 
are physically too tired. Perhaps that's what a slow death is like, is that your will carries you forward until it is too exhausted to go further. I don't know. But that's, that's the story that I have. I tell you this because over the course of the week, one day as I was lying on the couch thinking about these things, I, I felt, I don't often have spiritual experiences. I suppose spiritual experiences are always kind of quiet nudges to your feelings or emotions. But I, I felt like someone was... You know how you feel when someone is... When you're having a conversation with someone and, and, and they're asking you to trust them with something, whether it be a, a situation or a responsibility that they, they've promised that they would take on to its conclusion. That's how I felt. I felt like somebody was standing there telling me to trust them. Like maybe it was the universe. Just trust me, Michael. Whatever happens to you, it's going to be okay. You're a part of me and I care about you. An idea that occurred to me while I was while I was writing about that was that maybe just like each cell in my body has a full copy of the DNA that makes me me, maybe I, as a piece of the universe, have a full copy of whatever it is that makes the universe the universe. It's certainly not a concrete notion. It's maybe a little out there, but it's definitely a unifying idea for me, something that speaks deep inside my heart. And so it's worth making a note of. And maybe that's the other side of the coin. Maybe we don't have to continue to struggle for each step as if we're drowning, but that death is just a part of life, a part of the plan the universe has for each of us. If you could say the universe has a plan, something like that, or, or God, or whatever it is you believe in, I suppose. And so maybe what I struggle with in thinking about death and how to prepare and how to deal with it is really just a sort of lack of faith on my part. And maybe faith is just trust. Just trusting. And whatever happens will be okay. The second idea that I had about the responses that we can have to death was about... I know how they, the, the cliche example of how you should respond to a tragedy. If, if, you, if you tragically 
lose a loved one or are, are injured terribly or it's just something happens to you that's beyond your control that jerks your life off of the path that you thought it was on. And the, the kind of cliche advice is to, to embrace that new path fully to, to, to say, you know what, I'm going to live my life to the fullest. This, this bad thing happened to me and I don't have any control over that and I can't change it. But if I dive in and, and accept all of the, the things that life is bringing my way is continuing to bring my way, even though they're not the things that I thought they would be or that I wanted them to be, I can still dive in, I can still surround myself, I can still embrace and accept, and I can still eat it all up. I can experience the life that I have now to its fullest. And that seemed to me to be a an analogous situation, is that we've all got this life in front of us and behind us. And... Perhaps it's not what we would have chosen if we chose to exist, but we can still embrace it, live it to its fullest, and eat it up. And that, perhaps, is the best possible response to our mortality. To be as alive as we can in each moment. I suppose that there's no way that I could in just a week figure out any answers to the question that are entirely satisfying to me. It will certainly continue to be a conversation that I have with myself and with the people in my life and with you here in the Dead Man's Forest. And it is my hope that you maybe have some thoughts about it that you would share with me. I'm interested in listening. If you feel so inclined, you know where to reach me, deadmansforest.org. I think that for me, figuring out how to live a good life and how to die a good death are closely connected. And if you feel the same way, I, I understand. I hope that whatever ideas and beliefs you have help you find some clarity on those things. And if they do, then I'm happy for you. Thanks for listening, as always. We have been given a difficult and interesting challenge in being born and existing. And it is a privilege to undertake that with you. For now, I will say goodbye until next week. Have a good one.